Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. Very good to be with you on this nice and uh, rainy Saturday. Top of 24 degrees today with a few more showers to come. It's just after 9.30 and Bryce Gibbs, a little bit later, we're going to talk about the most bizarre things that uh, athletes have brought along with them to uh, a match after Tiger Woods handed his... uh, Good mate, a feminine hygiene product on the golf course uh, after out driving him. And we're also going to ch- check in with AFL.com.au's Josh Gablich over all the other practice matches. But for Port Adelaide, who uh, played West Coast yesterday, you had a little bit of a look. I had a bit of a look. And it was an is- interesting one, wasn't it? Yeah, it certainly was. Um, and again, another scrappy yeah. sort of affair, um, which probably you'd give. I think Adam Simpson would be pretty happy with the way West Coast went about it. They mm. showed some good signs and and had uh, some of their players that missed a lot with injury come back uh, and play well for them. But um, yeah, for our for our Port side, um, probably the biggest things that I got out of it, um, the the forward line looked a little bit dysfunctional and mm-hmm. probably put that down not to having Charlie Dixon as uh, the number one target up there. You just yeah. forget how important he is uh, and he just straightens this Port Adelaide team right up. But uh, obviously um, Todd Marshall, he still yeah, showed yeah. some good signs. Uh, Mitch Georgiades was was a little bit quiet. Um, but, yeah, some of the forward entries was a little bit scrappy. Yeah, uh, it yeah. just look, looked a little bit little bit off but um shows the importance of they've got Dixon who's getting on a little bit but they really need another uh number one banana to kind of support there in in some way or or you know import one into the club at some stage to um to support Dixon or to take over from him in the future yeah and I mean it's only the first game so not alarm bells just yet but the uh, a couple of the new recruits showed some good signs. Yeah. Uh, in junior Rioli, I was pretty impressed with some of the things he did, and mm. obviously playing against his his old, old side. I, I was uh, interviewed on um, SENWA uh, during the week, and you were. I asked the question about uh, what sort of reception he'd get yeah. going back uh, to play against them, and that there was mixed. They said some will give him a clap and get around him, and others will be booing him and and getting stuck into him. So uh, he kicked a couple mm. of goals and um, he, he looked all right. And so did Orazio Fantasia as well. Hopefully he can keep okay. his, his body healthy because uh, I think if those two can stay fit and healthy, they can uh, become a good little duo. Absolutely. in that forward line and hitting the scoreboard. They're both at their best. Those two small forwards are heading towards the elite category at their best. Do you think? Yeah, I certainly certainly think as well. And I think the penny's dropped a little bit with, with Junior Rioli as well. We, we know yeah. he's had uh, fitness issues in the past. He's come back uh, not, pot. not being in, in great nick uh, with his body composition, but he actually looks fit. He looks ripped. Yeah, right. Maybe he's worked out what it takes to, to be a professional athlete now. So yeah. that's uh, obviously good signs with him. Um, our boy Jason Orn Francis did a few nice yeah. things as well. Um He's he's building into it nicely. Spent a bit more time in the in the midfield in the centre bounce with that 
that combination of, of Rosie. Yeah. Um, we obviously our boat got injured early, which was a bit of a sickening blow for yeah for Trav. Not nice. Um, wasn't a wasn't a nice hit. Uh, Jeremy McGovern. McGovern cleaned him up. So, um, uh, so Jace showed some some good signs. Um, He's going to be kick the baller right inside fifty. I'm looking forward to because it's going to happen at some stage where he'll tear an AFL game apart like he did with that prelim final in the Sandful. Uh, you know, got you know, twenty four touches and a few goals. I, I'm looking forward to the day that that happens. Might be a few years away though. Yeah, I, 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 it could happen pretty quickly. I think for Jace, it's just about his work rate from stoppage yep. to stoppage. We all know how competitive he is when the ball's at his feet in and around the contest to either win it or, or tackle or burst out of the stoppage. But mm. it's just his, his work rate from stoppage to stoppage. Uh, if he can keep building that and, and doing that more often, uh, I think he'll be fine. But uh, Obviously, Connor Rosie hasn't slowed down at all after his breakout <laughs> no. year last year. He, uh, his skill and class was was terrific. Every time he got it, he did something, especially four to centre. Yeah, Port, nice goal. Port looked dangerous when he had the ball in his hands uh, more often than not. So um, he hasn't slowed down one bit over this offseason. You think he could go back-to-back uh, -back All-Australian? Oh, if he keeps playing the way he's playing, yeah. there's no doubt about that. And, and Port obviously finished outside of the finals. Last year, and he still mm. still got the the All Australian nod. So you can only imagine if Porter are back in the the top eight conversation, uh, he will be playing well, uh, and no doubt be putting him himself up in that category again. Yeah, he's got so much balance. Like he's a really balanced midfielder. It looks like, and he and he's got a, a bit of pace as well. Yeah, for sure. The other one that uh, caught my attention was Lockie Jones as well. He spent a bit more time oh, through, yeah. through the midfield. My dad in in. <laughs> In at uh, centre bounce as well, and uh, yeah, showed he can just give another bit of a look. He's obviously a big bull, mm. not not scared of the contest, and uh, we know Ollie Wines does a lot of good work in there. He only played a half or three quarters, I think. So um, to have another option that that big solid inside mid, who we know um, Jones is not shy of, of a bit of a scrap and a bit <laughs> of a fight in there as well. So. Uh, just another string to add to his bow, which, yeah. is, which is good to see. So could he? do you think he could ever become a a full-time midfielder or it looks like he, he has a career as a defender with a bit of pinch hitting in the midfield? Oh, potentially, um, whether it's it's his tank that he needs to build up a bit more to be able to do that. But uh, I think it, it, that, that sort of player complements their midfield perfectly. Mm. We, we know Butters, Rosie, uh, Horn Francis have got a bit of that burst out of the stoppage. Yeah. Uh, and although Jones has shown he can do that, being that real ball muscle up, mm. get in the fight, like the Ollie Wines type <laughs> setup, uh, that just complements that that run and zip outside the stoppage nicely. Yeah, nice. Well, that'll be inter an interesting watch, seeing where how they how they utilise him through the year. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, probably wasn't the, the, the best of starts Port would have wanted in terms of a, a whole game hit out and, and everything flowing nicely. But, uh, yeah, I, I think... We're starting to see some good signs from some of the, the recruits and, and players that we want to. Some obviously players would have probably liked to play a little bit better, mm. but um, they'll uh, they'll obviously get another hit out against Frio over there in, a, in about a week's time. Yeah, okay, cool. Very nicely done, Bryce. Um, with Port Adelaide, I mean, we always say this, at this time of year, you've got teams that end up winning the flag that play like absolute garbage at this time of year. It's sort of they're testing things out and they're looking more so for what the game style is going to be. So it's going to be an interesting watch for Port Adelaide. Bryce, this excites me because up next, we're talking about some of the most bizarre things we've seen 
on the footy field, on the sporting arena, all around the world. And more specifically, when people have the premeditation to bring a little present with them, like Tiger Woods did this week when he brought a uh, tampon with him for his mate who he outdrove uh, in the, I forget what the golfing comp was called, but that's irrelevant. Um, so we're talking about that up next, and we have got a few belters for you. So also get in, uh, let us know on 0427-154-166. I can see a couple floating through already. The most bizarre things you've seen on a sporting field, particularly if a player has brought a little present with them.